Welcome back to another episode of the Big D Podcast. I am Alex, and uh, with me is uh, Dylan. What's up, Dylan? How you doing? I'm exhausted. I bet you are. Uh, just finished watching the 1 o'clock slate on uh, week 16 of the NFL season. Jaguars got a nice little win by losing, and uh, they got a nice little win by the Jets winning. How about that? The Wait, Jacksonville can- Jaguars, you were on the clock. Wait, can I say this? J. E-T-S, Jets, 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 Jets. No, I don't say that very often, but there you go. I'm glad it back-to-back wins for the for the New York Jets. Good job, Adam Gase. Maybe they'll give him an extension. Maybe they won't fire him because I heard reports that Jets would fire Adam Gase if uh, things didn't go well today. Well, they went well. You know, the Browns didn't have any receivers, but uh, I guess uh, – who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe they'll uh, keep having COVID next week and they'll uh, slip another one, and uh, that'll be Miami ticket to the playoffs. Maybe Cleveland, maybe Cleveland needed Odell Beckham. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Thomas Landry too. That I mean, uh, the Browns' whole basically whole receiving call was out either with COVID or COVID tracing, and uh, Cleveland sure missed its wide receivers today. And by the way, where were the backs today? Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb went nowhere. I know. 28 yards for Nick Chubb. He got a touchdown, but on 11 carries, that's not very good. What did uh, what did Kareem Hunt do? Let me find the box score. Yeah, four rushes for 11 yards. Wow. You would think you would think with uh, every one of their starting receivers out, they'd uh, try and be a little bit more productive on the run. But Yeah. I mean, Baker threw 53 times and – Obviously, the tight ends were going to be uh, featured pretty heavily. Austin Hooper was definitely their leading receiver. But, you know, I'm, I, I love to see it. I love, I love seeing the Jets shoot themselves in the foot. They've done it tw- two weeks in a row now, and uh, no Trevor Lawrence for them. So I'm very happy about that. However, I am not as happy as I was last night because holy fits magic. I mean <laughs> – uh, Patrick Mahomes, we thought it perfected the no-look pass, but I think Ryan Fitzpatrick just one-upped him because the fact that that ball didn't fly 20 yards out of bounds, he, I mean, I, he didn't hit him in stride, but it was wide open. I, I, I just I still can't wrap my head around what, what happened last night. I mean, there's no way he should have got that ball downfield. There's no way Mac Holland should have been wide open. I mean – then the 15-yard penalty puts us in field goal range. I mean, how? How did that happen? I mean, uh, John Gruden, man. The the coaching, just, I don't understand why he didn't score the touchdown. If Josh Jacobs stop on the one-yard line, you score the touchdown, you go for two. If you don't get the two-point conversion, a touchdown and extra point still sends it to overtime. If you do get the, uh, the two-point conversion, the game's over. I mean, I know he was trying to run some clock down, but kicking the field goal and making it a two-point game, I mean, that's, that's it's a field. I mean, we've got Jason Sanders has been one of the most productive kickers, especially from 50-plus all year. I mean, that, that's two plays away from, obviously, as we saw, I guess it just took one play, but two plays away practically from field goal range one play on penalty and I mean I can't believe it I'm just in so shock I thought I thought the season was over 
Was that the craziest ending you've ever seen? I'm not saying it's the Hail Mary, but it's, was that the craziest ending you've ever seen in a game? I mean, I'll tell you what. A lot of people on Twitter, a lot of Dolphins fans I've, I've seen on Twitter have been saying, which was better, this is Miami Miracle. You know, unfortunately, I was at work uh, for the Miami Miracle. I, I had to see that play on highlight on Twitter. Um, so it wasn't – I mean, oh, anytime we beat New England, and especially with Tom Brady and Belichick, it, it's special. But, um, you know, it didn't really mean anything. And, and the fact that the season was on the line, a trip to the playoffs was on the line – and we pull that off. I mean, I, I think it tops the Miami Miracle just, just based on, on the impact of, of what, that, what, what it meant. I mean, it's, it was a, a season-saving play. I mean, and so craziest play I've ever seen. I mean, if Matt Collins caught that ball and ran, ran it in the end zone, that might have that uh, made it the craziest play I've ever seen. But uh, – I still think I still think the craziest ending had to have been Stefan Diggs breaking the Saints' heart. I mean, I, I the fact that that was it was a playoff game, right? That was in the playoffs, right? NFC yeah. division round. Yeah, I mean the fact that that was a playoff game, that the the unbelievable blunder from the Saints' defensive back, fact that he almost ran out of bounds so they could get the field goal, and then realize that he had green grass in front of him. I think that takes the cake. But I'll tell you what, as a Dolphins fan, that, that that Fitzpatrick. You know the you know in terms of odd plays, one play uh, that uh, may not be remembered in NFL terms, but uh, New Orleans Saints fans remembers the crazy ending. I think 2003 when the Saints created their own version of the Stanford Band play and scored a touchdown against the Jags. And then John Carney missed an extra point that eliminated the Saints from playoff contention. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's a good sure. one for sure. I mean, you could go back to. I mean, there there's been a lot. The David Tyree catch in the Super Bowl. I mean, the uh, who was it? Uh, the Steelers receiver against Arizona, where he just got the tips of his toes in. Antonio uh, Holmes. Antonio okay. Holmes. That's right. I mean, there, there's been a lot of them. Marshawn Lynch's beast mode run uh, against one. yeah, against the Saints, right? That yeah. yeah, boy, the Saints just do not have luck when it comes to crazy. I mean, obviously the pass interference was crazy. I mean, I don't know. There's, I mean, the NFL's been around for a long time. There's been some crazy games, but I mean, it, that that was the happiest I've been at the end of a Dolphins game in. Maybe my whole life. How happy were you when Fitz replaced two in the fourth quarter? You know, my first, my first uh, instinct was, oh no, I can't believe he's pulling him. But you know, after I like sat back and really thought about it, I mean, Tua, he didn't have the best game. Obviously, he was still missing Devonte Parker. Still missed a couple of, of his tar- of his uh, targets. I'm glad Gesicki was back. He made some huge catches on the stretch. Uh, the second Fitzpatrick came in, I was like, all right, it's it's Gesicki time because, I mean, that's his guy. Fitz, Fitz loves Parker, and he loves Gesicki. And with no Parker, I knew he was going to be finding him. And that pass across the seam uh, where Gesicki made that leap and catch was just sick. Um, so, you know, I was – after my, – my gut reaction was I was a little, I was a little disappointed and, and surprised at the call, but really actually thinking about it, you know, 
Flores went to the bullpen. He pulled it. He brought in his relief pitcher, and it, and it and it worked out. So you know, obviously, I'm I'm gonna be happy now. But I definitely am happy to hear that Flores is gonna is sticking with Tua for next week. I think that's the right call. And if it's a close game, and he thinks we need a spark, bring Fitz in again. I mean, I'm fine with that. But I think it's I think it's Tua's team, and I'm happy that he's starting next week. I think the question is, will Devontae Paul fan with Jakeem Grant be healthy? Because Grant started, but didn't really look effective, and well, and uh, well, Devonte Paul could be healthy because, as you know, playing in Buffalo, mm-hmm. not on that cold turf, will be far different than Miami or Vegas. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I I know I did notice Jakeem Grant took a trip to the Blue Ten again last night. Uh, I don't think it forced him out of the game. I think he came back, but yeah, we, we're definitely going to need as many weapons as we can against Buffalo because. They have a good defense. Travis White is a stud. And, I mean, obviously, Josh Allen is uh, proving to be one of the better up-and-coming uh, young quarterbacks this, uh, this year. So we're going to need we're gonna need everyone to, to show up and ball out next week because that's, I mean, it's playoffs. It's for the playoffs. So you got to leave and it all on the field there. And speaking of playoffs, how about the Pittsburgh Steelers winning the AFC North today after becoming a 24-7 Deficit eclipsing Mike Tomlin's previous second half comeback as Steeler head coach. You know, for the last three games and a good amount of this game, I was wondering if we were ever going to see the Steelers win a game again. So, uh, you know, good for them to uh, to get that under their belt and get the, get back on winning ways. You know, was, we know that they were going to the playoffs. I mean, even though they haven't looked quite like a playoff team last couple of weeks. Um, it's good for them to get some momentum going into the playoffs and finally get a win back under the belt and get that winning feeling. But um, just trying to, I'm just trying to see how it how it works out with the Dolphins in the playoff race. I mean, a lot of things can happen. Maybe Cleveland lose next week. That'd be big. Well, maybe Baltimore. Or maybe Baltimore and the Colts will lose. Yeah. I mean, however it happens, I'm happy. I just I want to see us in the playoffs. I don't want I'm. I don't want this Dolphin season to end. It's been a fun one. Well, get this. Even though Miami didn't play the day, the Dolphins got a break with Cincinnati being Houston. Me and Miami's first round pick from the Texans could be a top three choice. So it's not all trouble ones today. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, I've been rooting against Houston all season. And uh, fortunately, they've been uh, – helping me out with that and helping Miami out. So it, it'll be nice to see exactly where that final draft spot is. I mean, obviously the higher, the better. Um, so keep rooting for Houston to lose. Who do they play next week? You know who they play next week? Tennessee. Tennessee. All right. Well, it should be another L hopefully. Can't wait for this uh, Titans Packers game today. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. A little. Yeah. What do you think happens? I hear there'll be a little snow. There could be a little wind. You know it's cold in Green Bay this time of year. Yeah, I think I, I think I saw some white on the turf in at Lambeau, so we might have a nice little snow game. It's it's gonna be exciting. It's gonna be interesting for sure. Um, I I think because of the the conditions, it's a home game for Green Bay. I, you know, I I in my weekly pick them, this was a, this was the game that gave me the most trouble. I was I really wanted to pick Tennessee. You know, Green Bay's defense hasn't been. Uh, up to par, I guess, the last couple of weeks. And, uh, and, you know, Derrick Henry, he can, he can make you pay for that. But I think, I think 
in a, in a snow game at Lambeau in December, it's hard to root against Green Bay. And I think the defense will step it up today. And I mean, Aaron Rodgers, you know, him and Devontae Parker have just been killing or Devontae Parker, Devontae Adams have been killing it this season and uh, Aaron Jones as well. So I, I think I got Green Bay. What do you think? I don't like the over in this game. I love the over in this game. Tennessee can't stop anybody, whether on the ground or through the air. And Rodgers should be comfortable on that. I think Devontae Adams could go for 10 and not 150, but 200 yards in this game. I think Aaron Jones with Jamal Williams, doubtful, will be on the field a lot tonight. Mm -hmm. But I'm not sure Green Bay can stop Derrick Henry because without Blake Martinez, Green Bay's not built to stop not just a running game, but a power running back in Henry. And you look at how well Tannehill's playing. I mean, last year and a half, I'm not sure there's been a more consistent quarterback than Tannehill. Yeah, he doesn't get half the recognition of a Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Russ Wilson, or Rodgers, but still. Right. Yeah, all right. Okay, sorry. Um, yeah, I, I'm wondering how productive these teams are going to be in the air today because, I mean, with those conditions, there is going to be snow. There is going to be a lot of wind. Uh, I mean, obviously, Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay is, is used to that climate and used to that environment. But um, it would be interesting how Tannehill performs under those conditions. You know, he played um, – he played twice a year and – or played one New England twice a year, but once in, in – uh, 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 Gillette Stadium, and it seems like we always uh, end up, I mean, not, it didn't happen this year, but it seems like the majority of the time that New England away game was always in December. So, uh, Tannehill has some experience playing in snow, but uh, I know uh, Aaron Rodgers has a little bit more having half of his games at Lambeau Field, so um, yeah. definitely, I mean, we got two good running backs, so if, if, the, if the air game is uh, knocked down a little bit, it still should be a pretty good football game. And uh, I think the over is going to be pretty strong on this one, too. I agree with you there. Yeah, and then uh, depending on what happens with the Rams-Seahawks game, Green Bay could still have home field advantage like the Chiefs did. Yeah. How the Falcons didn't win that game is beyond me. The Chiefs have looked lackluster the last couple weeks. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Kansas City won the day, as they have 13 other times, but Kansas City is playing in second gear. Yeah. It's still winning. It's, I mean, that's just is a testament to how overpowering that offense is. But you're right. I mean, today, they, they should not have won that game. I mean, Matt Ryan had plenty of chances. They were down at the – within the 20, 25-yard line with a decent amount of time on the clock. They had chances to get the ball in the end zone. Uh, Matt Ryan kind of led – Calvin Ridley a little too far on one of those throws and Ridley had to play as a cornerback to, to make sure that wasn't picked. Uh, Matt Ryan almost fumbled. I mean, they tried to give that, that game away. And then you think, all right, well, at least they've got young, young way. Who's been one of the best kickers in the NFL this year. You, you have to assume that he's going to, uh, I mean, it was relatively a chip shot field goal and he sliced it right. So, I mean, Kansas city definitely got lucky today, but you know, I mean, they're 14 and one it's, 
it's first seed in the AFC, and and I think a lot of people probably expected that. But the last couple of weeks, you know, they they've kind of they've kind of been limping almost into the playoffs. So it'll be interesting to see if they step it up in the uh, when it gets down to the real deal. Justin Herbert just threw a touchdown pass to Eckler. <laughs> what else is new? Right. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert's breaking more touchdown records for rookie quarterbacks. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks for hopping on the podcast, and we'll see you soon. And hopefully, the Dolphins will be in the playoffs. Yes, sir. That's that's the ideal situation. I'm hoping for it. Fins up, baby. Thanks for having me, Dylan.